One of the things we note in Beethoven's music throughout his life was a fascination with the idea of a musical motive. A motive is a, just a little short fragment of a melody, like in the famous Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. And what Beethoven does is use that little tiny kernel, almost like a brick, to build a giant palace. He'll take a melody and these little fragments, these little motives, and build them one upon the other, almost like DNA creating a large organism. It creates a sense of integration and almost inevitability in the music. For example, here you have a motive. So that melody is then repeated a little higher. Still higher. A little bit later in a new key. That teeny little idea of just a few notes permeates the entire piece. I'd like to show you how this motivic unity works in a piece written towards the end of Beethoven's life. This is the Sonata Number 30 in E major. By this point in his life, Beethoven was deaf. It's quite incredible to think about the fact that from the time he was about 30 or so, he began to lose his hearing and inexorably it just faded away. And many of the greatest works that we treasure of his, like the Ninth Symphony, he never actually heard out loud. But let's listen to uh, one of these late sonatas. This is number 30. Well, we have a motive in the right hand, which repeats over and over in the piece. But even without hearing it, there's also a kind of hidden motive in the bass. Down here. And those four notes become the motive of the second movement. And the bass here is the bass we heard in the first movement. Here it is in the second movement. A little bit later in that second movement, we hear this melody. And that little fragment turns into a major key, and then we hear it in the third movement. So this concept of a motive or a tiny musical fragment that permeates the entire composition is more than simply taking an obvious melody and repeating it somewhere else. These motives are often invisible, this kind of integration of the material that Beethoven's so famous for. He really spent a lot of time on these compositions and worked them and reworked them and thought about them and put them away and thought about them again. And so the more you study them, the more almost like a living organism they seem. Again, the way a bass line in the first movement turns into the bass line in the second movement. The way a secondary melody in the second movement turns into the main melody in the third movement.
And this is what we mean when we say Beethoven's music has this motivic unity. It's unified on so many levels, the obvious and the less obvious. The tiniest kernel of an idea generates the overall structure of the piece. Ludwig van Beethoven. Thank you. 